Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. As creators of a history podcast, the recent national elections were painful to watch. Not just the elections themselves, where the son of a corrupt and murderous dictator led in many provinces, but in the campaign season leading up to the elections, where Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos painted a false picture of the martial law years as our golden age, and a lie that his father was an exemplary president whose son must be elected to capture the same magic. We can have our own opinions, but we can't make up our own facts. This is our history. The Marcos dictatorship killed and tortured thousands. Their family treated our national budget as their personal wallet, stealing billions and leading a life of luxury while Filipinos starved. Much of that wealth has not been returned to the people, and Bongbong Marcos himself is blocking its return. If you've been enjoying this podcast, I'd like you to consider this. WhatsApp Araling Panlipunan Rebooted would not exist during martial law. If we had said what we just said during the Marcos dictatorship, we would be forced off the air. Or worse, Sab and I would be taken and never heard from again. Today, we'd like to share the special guest episode from the Teka, Teka News Podcast about the martial law museum that's fighting for the soul of the Philippines. Sa panahon ng internet at social media, napakarami ang lumalabas na content patungkol sa panahon ng martial law. Hindi lahat ng kwento ay pare-pareho ng timbang. Mahirap i-distinguish kung alin ang history mula sa historical distortion. It's been 49 years since Marcos declared martial law in the Philippines. Pero, teka-teka, ano nga ba ang silbi ng pag-alala sa panahong ito? Ako si Hana Pagila, Puma Podcast. In this episode of Teka-Teka, we go behind the scenes of the country's first ever Freedom Memorial Museum. I always tell this story when one old person went to the Commission on Human Rights Complex. He had four checks with him. And uh, each check uh, bore parang 1.7 million. He, he was not happy at all because each check represented the death of one of his uh, sons or daughters. And there were four of them. So no matter how much government or our country pays the victims, it's never enough. There is no amount of money to replace the loss of a loved one. And hence, they said, all of your names will be placed in a memorial, in a role of victims in Memcom. And this is where I am. I'm in charge of building that museum. That was Chuck Crisanto, Executive Director of the Human Rights Violations Victims Memorial Commission, or Memcom. 
The Memcom was established alongside the Human Rights Victims Claims Board under Republic Act 10368 in 2013, more than 25 years since the end of Marcus' regime. These two agencies were set up in order to recognize the victims of the martial law period from 1972 to 1986 to 1986 and give them or their surviving family reparation. Nasa 75,749 katao ang nag-come forward sa claims board. At siniyasat yung evidence o proof na sila nga ay human rights violation victim noong martial law. Base sa point system ang magiging amount ng reparation na matatanggap. 10 billion pesos mula sa recovered Marcus wealth hidden in Swiss banks ang nakalaan para sa reparations. Pero sabi nga ni Chuck, hindi kayang palitan ng anumang halaga ng pera ang buhay. That's why part of the Memcom's mission is to construct the Freedom Memorial Museum. It will be the first museum in the Philippines dedicated to human rights. This year, September 21, 2021, we're starting the groundbreaking of the museum. Just to show you how uh, important that is, one of the Swiss federal authorities told me, Chuck, did you know what the Philippines has done? You're the only country who was able to recover hidden wealth of a dictator in a Swiss bank, return it to your country, and distribute it to the victims. That has never been done before by any country. In fact, the Philippines is a model in that kind of transitional justice. So there are different collections under us, but the most important collection of the museum is the Individual Files Resolutions Abidavits of 11,103 victims who were recognized by government and given reparations. This memorial will be a testimony that this dark period in our history did happen, but it's less of looking back into the past, it's a history lesson, but more for actually unifying our people, the young people, the young Filipinos on what society do we really want to have. But with the COVID-19 pandemic and varying quarantine restrictions, the construction of the Freedom Memorial Museum has been affected. So in the meantime, Chuck and his team are taking the fight online. Isa pa that ginagawa namin is we want all of these records to be Googleable. Anong ibig sabihin Googleable? Kunyari mag-type ka sa computer mo, ilan ba ang na-water torture sa region 6, 7, at 8? If you don't index the files, if you don't categorize and fix it, Google cannot search it. By indexing these files, we can make that information available. You can type those things. Who was the perpetrator who is widely cited in all of the affidavits? And then it will spit it out. Bukod dito sa pag-index ng files para madaling ma-access sa internet, nagsasagawa rin ang Memcom ng Wikipedia Editathon sa Wikipedia entries na may kinilaman sa panahon ng diktaturyang Marcos. The editathon is to edit Wikipedia kasi yan ang first line ng reference ng mga kabataan titigin sa Wikipedia. Ano ba itong katotohanan? And then they'll go deeper, lalalim sila sa pagsisayasat para malaman ang katotohanan. 
as they read the actual documents, doon sila napapaisip. Ginawa to sa mga Pilipino. At teka, ka-age ko lang ito. Lumalaban na. Ay, hindi dapat to. Itong ginagawa namin, ito yung battle for memory. Kasi I'm raising an army of truth seekers against the army of trolls who are paid, who have agenda, and who are hacks. More than just memorializing, Chuck sees Memcom's role as that of fighting for the soul and the future of a democratic and free Philippines. But we've noticed in the last several years that there's been a pushback against democracy and the rise of authoritarianism, not only in our country, but around the world. The Freedom Memorial Museum, the one with a clenched fist that looks like a rose, is a resistance to that kind of thinking, to that kind of ideology, to that kind of uh, what we call distrust with uh, the trivials of democracy. Anong lipunan ang gusto nyo? Ngayon, kung mamili kayo ng lipunan na pamumunuan ng mga taong nais na supilin ang ating mga karapatan patao dahil sa kanilang pananaw na ito'y sagabal sa pagunlad ng ating bayan, magkakaroon ba ito ng epekto sa pagtatayo ng uh, museo na to? Definitely. And I'm banking on the 18 to 24 years old na Filipino. At sana makapili sila ng tamang leader sa darating na eleksyon. Muli, ako si Hana Pagila. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Pumo Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po. What did you feel while listening to that episode? For Sab and I and other history creators like us, this is not the time to slow down. We will keep creating to keep our history alive to fight the disinformation and propaganda that people like the Marcoses use to claw their way back into power. Please stay with us. Please remember with us. Let's keep our history alive. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm.